Hello, I'm James Sandy, and this is The Unseen Swerve, a refreshingly arranged collection of arts and culture from Birmingham and beyond. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, have an idea for a future feature, or you just want to explore the series archive, you can go to our show page, www.switchradio.co.uk forward slash TUS for more information and links. In this programme, we discuss spiritual adventures, reflective revolutions and the art of songwriting with Devon-based duo Long for the Coast. We conjure up a magical conversation with Birmingham-based comedian and sorcerer Damon Conlon. And we dust off the decks once more to play semi-regular cultural record identifier on the wall, off the wall. We start with music and the calming tones of Long for the Coast who beamed in across counties to talk about new album, Revolution Starts at Home. This is Switch. So I'm really pleased now to be joined on the line by Jamie and Sophie Gould, who are long for the coast. And they're beaming in from exclusive location somewhere, I think, on the A38. So first of all, (laughs) Jamie and Sophie, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having us, James. Thank you. Great to be here. It's great to have you on the show, and I've been listening to your album over the last couple of weeks, and I'm really enjoying uh, getting into it. I'm really enjoying the the sound, which we'll uh, explore uh, shortly. But we should probably, initially, we should uh, credit Dan Whitehouse, I think, is responsible for you uh, coming on to the show, because you did a kind of launch gig, I think, with him in August. We did, yeah, up in Wolverhampton. Yeah, it was a really nice show, actually. Felt very, very well looked after. It's nice when you travel most throughout the country and people give you lots of nice food and <laughs> it's a really nice crowd people are really receptive and yeah it's nice to to share a night playing music with dan as well he's a really really nice guy first time we played a gig with him dan is an old friend of the show so uh, we have to give yeah. him a, a credit where it's uh, due and you're kind of returning the favor i think because he's coming to play at your gig in october yes. in ashburton i think yeah. yeah on the 15th of october our album launch gig yeah He's going to be our special guest. Let's talk about the album that you're launching because it's a, a debut album, isn't it? I think as a, mm. as a as as a kind of album proper, and it's got not only has it got yeah. a really interesting title, "Revolution Starts at Home," but I wanted to start with there's there's a kind of quote, an inscription, um, if you like, uh, on the CD cover, which I was intrigued by. So I was hoping that you could uh, explore this a little bit with me. So it says, "Revolution Starts at Home" is a collection of songs inspired by the beauty and complexity of the human experience, authentic connection, and spiritual adventures. That's quite a place <laughs> to start, isn't it, for an album? So help, help me with that. What it means is, the title means, is that if you want to change the world in your own little way, then you've got you've to start by dealing with your own stuff. So the album's quite introspective. A lot of the themes are around humanness, what it's like to be a person. I believe that, that our vulnerability is one of our greatest strengths. And so if you can share something personal of yourself on an album or or a gig, um, it, it's, it can feel like for the people listening that it's like permission that, oh, maybe we can do that too. That's okay. You know, it's, it's all right to talk about this stuff. And so, yeah, I just I wanted to make a really human album and it's taken a little while to put it together, but... We've had a really good time with our friends, just um, driving up and down the M5, gradually making it. So very excited to be putting it out there. And in terms of the spiritual, I can't, well, I can't remember what the wording was around that. Um, spiritual adventures. Spiritual, spiritual adventures. adventures. Yes, yeah. I think um, we're really inspired by 
this guy called Rob Bell who does these um, amazing sort of talks, lectures. Um, I think he's trying to reinvent the idea of the sermon, but he talks about how everything is spiritual and just that actually, you know, people can think of spirituality as this sort of up there ethereal thing, but actually it's the, he sort of connects it to the human experience. You know, we're all humans in this world. <laughs> together having a human and thus spiritual experience and we're all connected and everything's connected kind of thing so just a very like earthy real life kind of journey there's a kind of bundle of messages i think in listening through the album and and the theme broadly i suppose is is that theme around change and and making change happen but also that sort of self-reflection idea and sort of looking in on yourself first yeah absolutely i'm always trying to work out as a songwriter how much of yourself do you put into a song um, and how much do you hold back just for you <laughs> and always trying to navigate that line of like what's what feels okay to share and, and what's too much and I don't know I just I felt like on this album it was it was important to put as much of ourselves as felt okay <laughs> into that and I'm glad that we did I'm a little bit nervous about <laughs> coming out from honest because it is very personal if it means that we end up having really kind of special conversations with people after gigs or between sets, then I, I feel like it's worth the risk. Uh, we played a we played a gig in St. Ives the other day, uh, last Saturday, and it was just such a nice feeling of connection with the people that came to the show and everyone was just sharing stories afterwards. And yeah, it just felt, it felt really good, you know? <laughs> um, it was one of those gigs that made you think, yeah, it is so worth driving around the country to, to share a, a special time with people. Now, let's talk a little bit about your writing process and how you approach songs and songwriting. Because I, I guess what we should probably say at the beginning of, it, of this is, is your partnership is key to this, isn't it, as a, as a couple, I think? Yeah, definitely to the, the overall is enterprise, the wrong word. Um, <laughs> Jamie, Jamie does write the, the songs, though. Um, he's the... Yeah, master songwriter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about master. But no, I, yeah, I, I tend to, to be honest, a lot of the time I end up sitting in the car writing or driving off like down country lanes and sat on laybys or in a Morrison's car park in the early hours of the morning just trying to, to finish stuff off. Because then you can sing loudly and you're not waking up all the families that live above and around us. <laughs> um, but then I'll, I'll put the song past Sophie and say, what do you think? And... Soph's got a bit of a Morrissey filter if she thinks it's too uh, major key, <laughs> a bit too major yeah. or minor. Uh, <laughs> then um, yeah, then I sort of test and adjust. But it's definitely a team effort. Those are the unseen scenes of show business, aren't they? You know, shouting in Morrison's car park. I think <laughs> we forget those bits very often. So, was it music that brought you together? Was that the thing that sort of brought you together as a couple, or was it something that grew out of your relationship? Well, kind of. I mean, we met at Glastonbury Festival, and we were both helping to run a venue um, that had a music area, and I was programming the the artists, and Jamie was one of the artists singing solo, and then you know, very quickly hit it off. And then I think within six months, Jamie had convinced me to try and sing, <laughs> to sing with him and to sing harmonies, which I didn't know how to do, but I just had a go because I wanted to, you know, do everything with him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, seven years later, we're, we're still doing it. So ne never look back, that well. kind of thing. No, I had it. I just, it was like that first gig thinking, never even sung really. I always, it's not really been on my grid, but suddenly Jamie had booked us in to sing together at this 
gig in Bristol and it was just the most it was what it was like jumping off a top diving board moment but I did it and I loved it and so yeah now that's what we do it sounds like a great surprise date doesn't it you know what are we doing tonight are we going to sing in front of an audience in Bristol you know that, yeah. <laughs> tell me about um lockdown and your lockdown experience because uh, you know obviously we're, we're kind of I think now sort of coming out of that and you know there's a bit of a thaw mm. at least if we can uh, describe it in that way and you, you mentioned shows and festivals and out and about gigging that, that, those kind of mm. things H- how's the lockdown experience been have you found yourselves perhaps writing more or focusing more perhaps on um, a wider range of instruments or different styles I think last year I definitely had more of a felt more prolific with writing but this year I don't know I, I think I found it more difficult to write this year it's one of those things when people say oh if you had loads of spare time you know would you write a book or write a whole album or blah 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 and actually being given a bit of extra time I actually found it more difficult I tend to find that writing is something that comes up when there's lots of stuff on and then it's almost like a peaceful kind of escape from being busy to go off and spend time writing but having extra time I don't know I don't know how it's been for other uh, songwriters but I, I think I found it more difficult to be honest. So we didn't have that classic at home all the time mm. thing with like too much time on our hands it, if anything it just meant that we actually had quite a balanced time without our whole schedule being full so we actually had a lot of kind of did work in the week and then instead of driving off around the country at the weekends we actually had used it to have really good quality couple time and going on walks in nature and things so Mm. So that was actually, you know, it's a nice part of the world to be in for that. So, yeah, I think whilst we haven't written much new stuff during lockdown, we did manage to record the album and all the gaps between. <laughs> and um, a lot of energy has been put into the the sort of promo, or, you know, gearing up for releasing as well. So I'm glad we've had space to do that. I think there's a lot of pressures that people put on themselves, I think. I think people sort of beat themselves up a bit that they're not doing as much as they... Uh... <laughs> expect themselves to be doing but uh you know i think we should probably just calm down a bit probably is uh, <laughs> the advice I would give, um, yeah no i totally agree I, I think that idea of sort of expectations or shoulds um that we put on each other is something we end up talking about at our gigs in between songs like societal expectations around success and certain milestones that people feel they should have achieved by certain times and that kind of thing and i guess something that we're quite passionate about is just remembering that that stuff is a construct um these cultural constructs that we can end up living our lives by um but when we see it for what it is then you can kind of unravel it a little bit and think well actually who am i and what do i want to do with this you know unique experience of being human for the time that we're here and to try and carve something out that feels like it lines up with our with our values as people well, I think one thing that helps is your music, I think, kind of helps ease that pressure. And it has been mm. described as calm and honest. Um, and I think for me, there's a real, you know, some real powerful narratives and storytelling in um, in the things that you've collected on the album. And I just wanted to pick out a couple of tracks just to, to get a perspective on, uh, really, from yourself. So uh, one, one track that stuck out to me was uh, Hold On Brother. And there's a really kind of nice sentiment, I think, in that, that record. Mm. So just, just help me get a, a bit more of a handle on that one. Yeah, so a, a good friend of ours from Cornwall was having a pretty tough year, as a lot of people have, and I just started writing that chorus. It's, it's quite repetitive, just hold on, brother. It's almost a bit of a prayer, I guess, or something, you know, when you when you want to be there to help someone, but you, 
you can't be there so what do you do <laughs> and then gradually it it just sort of became a full song and i played it to him and fortunately he really liked it and and so he asked how would he feel about us recording it and putting it on the album and he was really up for that so we're we're yet to play it to our friend in real life but he really likes the studio version of it so yeah really we're really happy with how that song came out actually mm. it was the only song that uh, we wrote uh, on the piano first before guitar so i feel quite inspired to start trying to play piano a little bit more i think for for newer stuff from now on help me with the track which is a bit of a geographical conundrum i think okay and there's a couple hidden i think on your uh, on your album but hate ashbury as i know is a place in san francisco i've been lost in hate before and people just think uh, I've gone crazy, but uh, tell me what that is about. Is that is that a postcard from uh, is that from the past, or how did that come about? Yeah, I mean, we September 2019, we did a kind of tour of all the places we'd always wanted to visit in America, or like at least the ones on the top of the list, like New York, San Francisco, LA, um, mostly in California. So yeah, Yosemite, Sequoia National Park. But we did spend probably about 48 hours in San Francisco, maybe even less. And we were really interested in some of these cities and the kind of sort of social movements that had come from them. Um, and, you know, you've got the sort of 60s, like hippies in San Francisco. And um, anyway, Jamie went for a walk one morning. Um, I was having a big lion and um, he came back and was like, wow, I think I've uh, started writing a song. Yeah. Just about like the regular occurrence. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it takes about three years to finish a song, and other times it it sort of falls out of the sky in a day. I love those days; <laughs> they're good days. But yeah, I guess uh, in in Hay Ashbury, we're just it's quite a uh, juxtaposition of a place, kind of the birthplace of so much creativity and vibrancy, and uh, and walking around just noticing so much pain um, as well. A lot of people without anywhere to live, and. Um, yeah, but just the excitement of the the energy of what that place carried and and what it could become again in the future, or mm. I don't know, a symbol of of any place where people get together with common common aims, common values, and ideas, and want to shake things up a bit and make so. the world a better place. Now we should. Uh, it would be wrong to talk to you and not talk about the album cover and the design mm -hmm. because. Uh, it's an amazing piece of artwork, which I'm presuming it's the two of you sitting on a shoreline, uh, but I might yeah. be wrong. Uh, so there's a couple of characters basically sitting on a shoreline, looking out to sea, uh, but in the sunset, there's all kinds of crazy things going on, planets and um, <laughs> shooting stars and all those kind of things. So, so tell us about that. Was that. Did you have that idea? Did you have that kind of concept and somebody helped realise it or how did it work? Yeah. <laughs> We've got a friend, Abby. Abby Ileri is her artist's name. We just asked her if she could do sort of a commission for the artwork and really happy with it. We had a loose idea, but it kind of evolved as we sort of co-created the idea together. I quite like the way there's that, like the paradox of like wide open space and like the whole of the universe, aspects of the whole of the universe and our solar system, but with that kind of grounded earthiness of like sitting around a fire with a cup of tea and a skateboard. And I think that kind of encapsulates some of the paradoxes between kind of the smaller and bigger ideas that we're kind of journeying through in the album just finally I, I, i'm keen to ask you a couple of questions one is so the album that has just been launched revolution starts at home is obviously you're, you're kind of promoting that out and about and playing some of the songs and um, where you can what's next you know you said perhaps that you haven't written so much in the last few months are you 
writing as you go? Are you getting new ideas for new material? What, what, what's next on your radar? Yeah, kind of a, a combination of all of that, really. The the album comes out on the 15th of October. 8th of October. Oh, 8th of October. That's My the bad. album launch. I feel like everyone who writes songs, maybe there's a, a place they normally write from, um, and then that creates a kind of tone for a body of work. But I feel like the next group of songs that come out might hopefully be a bit less introspective. Excellent. And for folks listening, where can they find your album? Where can they get hold of Long for the Coast's album, Revolution Starts at Home? Well, on the 8th of Friday, the 8th of October, it will drop on all of the regular online music platforms like Spotify, iTunes, um, Bandcamp, SoundCloud, and probably all the other ones you can think of. And um, you can find us on sort of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, our website. So that's all, you know, at Long for the Coast. Thankfully, it wasn't a super popular name, so we managed to get all the... long for the coast for all of the handles for those things um so yeah just keep your eye out online really listen uh jamie sophie it's been great to have you on the show great to uh, talk about the album it's a great piece of work you should be really proud of it and uh, we will watch your progress with interest so thanks so much for coming on mate thanks so much for having us yeah thank you so much lovely to talk to you cheers james